0: Today's gospel is an interesting one. In fact, it interested me so much while I was in the seminary because of my interest in the study of Mary, what we call Mariology, that I wrote a 20-page paper on the gospel we just heard. It pertained to the brothers and sisters of the Lord and who exactly they are. Now, I could go ahead and tell you about Mary's perpetual virginity and what we learned from this passage and other scriptures, but I thought that might bore you. And so I won't go on my own Mariological musings. Also, our prophet today, the first reading from Ezekiel, has an interesting message he receives from the Lord. The Lord says, I'm sending you to the Israelites, rebels who have rebelled against me. They and their ancestors have revolted against me to this very day. hard of face and obstinate of heart are they." So you can imagine that as the new person coming into the parish, as the new priest, and looking at this reading, the first one I read for the weekend, that I wondered, Lord, are you sending me a message? And so I prayed, I said, Lord, may this not be true. And I'm sure that it's not true, that these words were meant for Ezekiel and surely not for me. In our gospel this weekend, Jesus returns to his hometown in Nazareth, to the very place that he grew up, to a place where he was known by the people, by his neighbors and his friends who lived in this town. They knew who Jesus was and where he came from, that he was the son of Joseph, the carpenter, the son of Mary. They knew that Mary had gone off to a little village near Jerusalem called Ein Karim, where she visited her cousin Elizabeth, who was advanced in years and with child. And that when she returned from this village, she was pregnant. They thought it brought shame and dishonor upon her family. And it's why in Matthew's Gospel, it says that Joseph wanted to divorce her quietly. But then an angel intervenes in Joseph's life and tells him to take Mary into his home. And so he does. And then they go to Bethlehem, because the census is being called, and they register themselves there. And it's there in the city of David, where Jesus is born in a manger. And then word reaches them by the angel again, that Herod wishes to kill all the newborn infants. And so the holy family goes into Egypt for a few years in hiding, hoping to save the life of their newborn child, Jesus. And then they return home to Nazareth. And it's there where Jesus grows in age and advances in wisdom and in strength. In this town of Nazareth, Mary, the angel Gabriel came to Mary and made an announcement unto her that she was to become the mother of the Messiah, the mother of the Lord, the mother of the Savior. And Mary's response to this invitation from the angel was, Fiat mihi secundum verbum tuum. May it be done to me according to your will. She responds, yes. And she does this because Mary was a person of great prayer, a person of great faith, and so she makes this response from her own belief in the Lord, the God of Israel, and how he wishes to use her. In his life then Jesus goes from Galilee or goes from Nazareth into Galilee and to Jerusalem it's there where he multiplies the wine at the wedding feast of Cana he heals the sick cures the leper raises the dead word about this Jesus spread all throughout the area that the people began to flock to him he could not go alone by himself without there being people But yet now he returns home to his homecoming in Nazareth, and he doesn't receive the same reception as he has had elsewhere, because the people know him. They know his story, and they just cannot believe that these things are truly happening. Jesus, Mark says, was unable to perform mighty deeds there or miracles, because of their lack of faith. In fact, Jesus was amazed at their lack of faith. The faith of the Holy Family of Nazareth, the faith life that Jesus lived in, is not the faith that he found as he returned to Nazareth. So this weekend, I'd like to propose for our consideration whether or not Jesus would say the same words to us. Would he be amazed at the lack of our own faith? Would we be unable to recognize him for who he is? To recognize the role that he plays in our lives? But we are able to know who Jesus is. And it comes just as the way Mary was able to say yes. It comes from our own prayer life. From realizing that Jesus is the Lord. To become people of prayer. Having our eyes fixed intently on the Lord. To lift up our souls to God in prayer. When we pray, it truly is an act of faith. First of all, prayer requires some sort of faith. The faith that God first of all exists and that God wishes to hear us and that God listens to us. Secondly then, prayer increases our faith because we can't go to God and return the same. Whenever we pray, we have to be different because of the way God is working in our lives. For when we tap into the source of life, when we go to God, he gives us graces, and then we respond to those graces in our own lives. And thirdly, when we pray, we begin to recognize Jesus as the Savior. We begin to realize that we cannot do anything apart from the Lord, that we rely and depend solely on him, that in him we move and have our very being. Now today, you're here at Sunday Mass because you want to be closer to God. I'm convinced of this, because you could be anywhere right now. But last night when you went home from whatever festivities for Independence Day you were at, you decided to set your alarm. And you rose this morning and you came here to Mass at nine o'clock at St. Raphael because you wanted to be in a relationship with our God because you wanted to be nourished by the word of God proclaimed at this ambo and to receive the bread of life, our Lord, and Holy Communion from this altar. You want to be in relationship with the Lord. But Sunday Mass is a great beginning. It's what we should be doing every single weekend, but it's not enough. Because God wishes to be a part of our lives every single day. In fact, he wants to be a part of our lives every single minute of every single day. He is the Lord of everything who wishes to redeem and to save us. He wants us to recognize him as the Lord, the Lord of our house, the Lord of our families, the Lord of our personal lives. He wants to be so much in love with us that no matter what, that whatever we do is always being guided by him. So that whatever we decide to do or say to other people is done in accord with God's will. Is this something God really would want me to say or do? We cannot be like the people of Nazareth who are unwilling to recognize who Jesus was. We heard them in the gospel speak today. Where did this man get all this authority? What wisdom has been given to him? Who is this Jesus that we know? Now this is a question we can begin to ask in our own prayer lives. God, who are you? But God slowly reveals himself to us and we begin to realize who he is. When we pray each day, we should pray in thanksgiving for the many gifts that God has given us. To ask God for mercy, pardon, and forgiveness for the times in the day that we've offended him. And to ask God to bless as we intercede for other people, Because when we do these prayers, we begin to recognize that God is the giver of all that is good, that he is the redeemer and the savior who wants to set us free, the one who is the mediator between God and man. For us to be in dialogue with God each day, then, we begin to find his presence in our lives. Our eternal reward in heaven is a life spent with God. So we must begin to spend our life here on earth with this God that we'll spend eternity with. Our hearts must begin to change. We must allow Christ into them. Or otherwise he won't be able to perform those mighty deeds or miracles as he he was unable to do in Nazareth. We must become people of deep faith and not people of little faith.
1: Believing in the power of our God, we all profess our faith in our triune God. I, I believe in one God, the Father, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe, I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, life and life, true He's God. He got and not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through Him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, He came from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was, he was incarnate of the Virgin and Mary, and he became man. man. For he our sake He was crucified under consciousness. ascended into heaven, and he seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have the land. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord with your life,
0: who proceeds from the Father and the Son,
1: with the Father and the Son, who is the Lord and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one on the holy hand, and I stop I confess my baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection
0: of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Amen. Our God wishes to perform many deeds in our lives, and so we bring our prayers and needs of the Church to God our loving Father.
1: of us and for those who are unable to join them, we praise the Lord.
0: Mary, the Queen of Heaven, and St. Raphael the Archangel, through Christ our Lord.
1: Amen.